0: Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Football Show. Coming up, we'll look back at another great day for Guernsey FC at Footslane and reflect on some big wins in the FNB Premier League as Rovers stay top and Saints and North give their goal difference a serious boost. I'm Tony Kerr and with me today is Rob Batiste, Hi, Tony. And Gareth the Prevo. Hi, Tony. Great to see you, chaps. Um, what a weekend of football it was all round. Um, not least what happened at Old Trafford, um, with apologies to long-suffering Man United fans. Uh, and it feels no need, weird to say no, long need, to apologize, Tony, no need to apologise Tony uh, need to apologise that was quite something wasn't it that was
1: the best three hours I've seen had in a long long time <laughs> <laughs> love the post-match stuff I thought Gary Nivold played an absolute blinder in the studio there as he def- tried to diffuse the, the um, situation and the demands for Solskjaer sacking but um, being a Chelsea fan as you know I'm all for Solskjaer stay.
0: <laughs> well, I'm a bit annoyed with Chelsea because I captained Kai Havertz in my fantasy team, and that was a disaster. Seven goals, and
1: he wasn't involved in any of them. No, but he was very pretty. He was very pretty.
0: And also watched uh, United in the Champions League in the week, and a comeback win there for them. I find myself cheering them on now in in those kind of games, which is uh, Are you Ill? unbelievable. Are you will? I know. Well, it just goes to show, uh, yeah. When,
2: when you sort of sympathise for Man United, something's really gone wrong. I've got no sympathy for anybody. As an Everton fan, I can't be sympathetic for anybody. We were about as poor as Man United were um, a day before, but um, no, it's, uh, it did sort of cheer me up a bit, I must admit, on like Sunday <laughs> afternoon.
1: Anyway, this is about local football. <laughs> exactly, let's move on.
2: Um, as
0: I say, another great day for GFC at the lane. Uh, goals from Charlton Govine and Ross Allen uh, saw them beat Northwood 2-0. Uh, Gareth, you spoke to Tony Vance at full-time. Here's what he had to say.
3: Yeah, I think, I think sort of after about 15, 20 minutes, I thought he's not going to go in. Um, <laughs> But um, we wanted to be uh, on a high tempo and, and go at them. Um, and uh, you know we thought they were there for the taking, particularly at home. So uh, we wanted to try and get them out of sight by half time. And uh, luckily, Charlton, Charlton scored a good goal. The goalkeeper yeah. was out of position. He saw that and, and took his chance. And we deserved it. were won the up. Yeah. But obviously, it's always going to be a little bit shaky, you know, one long ball or one one corner mm-hmm. and it could you could undo the, the sort of work. So, I think it was important to get three points, um, particularly at home. Otherwise, we would have regretted that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we saw the game out, which is good. Yeah. And um, as I said, uh, I was pleased with a lot of aspects. Mm. But um, certainly, uh, we can st- I can still see that it's still early days for us and, and when we play against teams that are, are probably higher stature in the league, then uh, we're gonna have to we' have to work a lot harder yeah. um, and um, take our chances
2: mm. well like you say I mean at half time I thought we should be about
3: four or five it yeah. should be out of sight really, yeah absolutely it? and that's always the risk isn't yeah. it yeah. but um, we had them on the ropes we were jabbing but we just needed that knockout blow and yeah. um, you know said so like the head and obviously was struggling and we were almost down to ten men but but uh, you know, Josh didn't really have a save to make, and no. and ultimately we definitely deserve the three points. And I'm glad it wasn't one of those that, that got away, and and we would have been a missed opportunity for us.
2: Yeah. Could you see the sort of point of view in, in the second goal that they were appealing
3: for a, a yeah. free
2: kick? It's one of those that it would probably been a soft one, but you expect the referee to give it almost.
3: Yeah, I'd, I'd have been disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think we got lucky there. Mm. The only thing a lot of the lads were saying is that. He was looking at Charlton, their defender, uh, and like trying to stop him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So probably the ref saw that, mm-hmm. but um, definitely ninety-nine times out of a hundred, mm-hmm. probably even hundred times out of hundred, that, yeah. that one's given. So yeah. I think we were lucky there. Yeah.
2: Um, in terms of, like you so say, you're still sort of easing your way back in. In, certain, in yeah. terms of like
3: conditioning and where you want to be still a way off yeah. yeah we're not we're not there and um, you know we're, we're working hard uh, but um, you know you're still not we're still not into the swing of things and I'm probably if, if you think about it the type of game that we're trying to play uh, off the ball and on the ball mm. um, requires significant energy and, and dynamic um, dynamic effort yeah. and um, it's probably the wrong choice to do, given that we haven't played for two years. Yeah. But so when we get up to speed, uh, I think, and we can keep the players, the right players, uh, fit and you know consistent group, then then we've got an opportunity, I think. Yeah. But at the moment, the tactics probably are a little bit, we're not ready for them, <laughs> uh, and that's why I keep saying we're not ready. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know, credit to the lads, they're still trying to, they're, 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 they're trying to do it. It's just they're not quite there yet. Yeah.
2: In terms of, sort of a couple of individual performances, obviously Charlton was quite an obvious man of the match choice. I think if we were ever made that choice, yeah. Um, otherwise, Kesman had another good game. I thought I thought he was excellent in the first half. Yeah. Um, and obviously, um, like you say, Josh had sort of one save to make first half, did that, but he did what he had to do yeah. coming into the side.
3: That's right, yeah. I mean, we we're trying to sort of keep the ball away from the goal as much as we can in terms of being aggressive up front um, and, uh, you know, trying to sort of press the ball down and hunt the ball down mm. in those areas, which will, which will hopefully help our, our defence because we're playing quite aggressively, as I said. But I thought Dodsey was excellent. Mm. Um, I thought he was a real. Pain. Um, he would have annoyed me if I was playing against him for yeah. sure. So, him and Kez are just so vital to that team. Yeah. Uh, they break so much down. And uh, as you say, you now it's three games in a row where Kez has been talked about. So, um, very important for us.
2: Yeah. And now, like you say, you're going to make the most of this sort of four games at home on the trot, hopefully good momentum builder
3: that one yeah um next week will be tougher for sure uh so that will be a, a different kettle of fish so i think i think that'll be a real benchmark about where where we are because uh, you know chipstead away we weren't ready for that uh they're sort of pushing from prim- playoffs two to the mid-table so it's a it, that should be a real sort of tight game i think yeah. you know i think the crowd here have seen too two I'm not going to say comfortable wins because that's that's not fair. But we we we've done well um, because we've been allowed to do well. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that'll be a that'll be a tight game next week. Tony Vance there,
0: Gareth. We both watched this one. Uh, fair to say, Northwood didn't exactly impress, but GFC did do a lot right themselves. To be fair.
2: Yeah, Tony. They were. Uh, I mean, they were very convincing winners on the day. They, they really should have been out of sight after about half an hour. I, it, I even said out loud to myself at one point, they might regret not scoring here because they just kept creating chance after chance. But um, uh, in all fairness, Northwood didn't really pose much of a threat going the other way, and and GFC were more than good value for their win. Um, there were some very good performances. Um, obviously, Charton Govine took the headlines. He was he was outstanding. His, his goal was um, just just expertly taken, really. Um, his awareness of where the keeper was sort of uh, out of his goal and, and the ability... I've actually watched the replay just to sort of re- refresh the memory, really, and he actually almost dug it out from under his feet. The actual finish was was very good. Um, he then set up the second goal, which um, Vancey admitted that we probably got a bit lucky that a foul wasn't given. <laughs> I, I,
0: yeah, I was behind the goal on this one. Um, I have to say, yeah, it was a it was a definite foul. I would have given it, but... Hey, you've got to play to the whistle. It's the oldest cliche. It is. it?
2: It's one of those sort of annoying ones that it should have been a foul. Um, but the the defender sort of gets in between Charlton and the ball and he's never looking to play the ball. It's one of those annoying ones. He's just sort of shepherding the ball away. from. And um, it's not uh, it would have been um, you would have been annoyed if it hadn't been given, if it was sort of the, the boot was on the other foot. Um, but like you say the, the whistle didn't go and um, GFC um, made made the most of it it was um, very um, well put away by Ross after Charlton found him and I mean 2-0 was the least we deserved at that point it was right on the hour and um, yeah, it, it sort of cemented the win, but we should never have lost anyway. So it was, it wasn't too controversial, I think, at the time. Yeah, you say an instant, you would have been, uh, would have been annoyed. Sort of had it gone the other
0: way, the the northward bench and players were apoplectic. About <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, it's so frustrating. As, as you know, when it happens to you, when it, um, when you feel the benefit of it, though, it's just you, you just sort of enjoy it even a bit more. I think. Uh, yeah, everyone was smiling around me.
2: Yeah, it was one of those that um, when when the um, bench uh, was shown a, a yellow card, when the, the coach was shown a yellow card, it almost had a bigger roar in the Garen stand than the actual goal did. But um, yeah, I, I, it was one of those that you would have hated being on the on the wrong end of that decision, but um, it didn't really have a huge bearing on the outcome. I don't believe. Um, yeah, GFC were by far a better side, um, but they will be facing much sterner tests in the future, for sure.
0: Yeah, and it was Charlton Govine, as you say, who was uh, involved in that incident. I-, I tweeted this. I mean, you could almost see the glint in his eye um, every time he got the ball on Saturday, which is really exciting to see. You know, so purposeful with what he does. And, um, yeah, he sort of played a fair bit on the left, a bit on the right when he switched over. But, yeah, every time he got the ball, you know, he was either trying to beat someone or, you know, he was already past them. Um, as you say, he took the goal so, so well. Uh, that I mean, yeah, as long as he can stay fit, you know,
2: he will be a huge force this season. That's the you know. big thing. I mean, it might have just been the fact that uh, Tony Vance had just made his third substitution. But when Charlton then went down injured and um, the physio was called for, you could I could just... It's sort of like Vansy was well across the pitch from me, but I could see him sort of looking pretty concerned as to how serious it might be. Um, as it was, Charlton sort of he, he moved pretty gingerly for the for the remaining sort of quarter of an hour, and he was sort of sort of put out of harm's way up front. But he still managed to come up with a couple of great little backheels, which almost created a third goal um in the last few minutes but yeah he would he needs to be um fit for GFC um pretty much throughout the whole season um, like you say he he was in that sort of mood on Saturday and the crowd could tell it as well because every time he got the ball you could just feel the the crowd was getting um, getting excited and, and behind him but he wasn't um sort of alone in his performance I thought um Kez was excellent first half he was really really good um Carl Smith showed again that he he'll he'll be a handful, for, I think, for defenders throughout this season. Um, and um, as Vancey said, um, Thomas Dodds had a, had a good game in central midfield, just breaking up anything that potentially might have caused a threat. You know, we sort of got used to seeing GFC playing on the back foot, hadn't we, before the pandemic? And I guess uh,
0: sort of a bit of a combination of of the league sort of seemingly getting a bit stronger, struggle all the time, and GFC slightly getting weaker in transition, perhaps as a as a squad, but. It seems like that tide might be turning a little bit, and maybe a a slightly kinder division to play in this season. But with those attacking um, options up front, as you say, Ross looking as eager as ever, Carl Smith um, involved, Charlton looking looking fantastic, Robbie Leg back fit and coming off the bench again. Yeah, there's uh, I don't know, there's there's, there's, yeah, cause for optimism there this season. Certainly, I mean, against the caveat, you know, Guernsey probably played two of the the weaker sides. You would think at home.
2: Yeah, I think considering the circumstances they're under and the fact that they haven't played for so long, and they sort of like suddenly got got the green light to play in this league, and within about a week they were playing. Um, the fixtures have fallen kindly. I think they probably deserve that in in their own way. Um, as Fancy says, there's the. The sort of more the benchmark test is, is sort of coming up in the next couple of weeks, and um, it'll be a, a true reflection on where they stand as a squad. But they should, certainly should take some confidence of, of how they perform so far at home, for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they've got a couple more home games to come um, before they go away: Tooting and Mitcham next Sunday, uh, Thatcham the week after, and Bracknell Town the week after that. So yeah. Three more home games to come in. as an away game move then, I think? I, mean, I don't know. The fixtures seem to bounce around all the time. Uh, but there we go. GFC up to 16th. Two wins from the first three. So uh, going well there. Great to see. Um, let's move on to the Premier League stuff then, shall we? Rob Buehr uh, around a couple of the grounds uh, this weekend. I'll just quickly run through the results. Um, Sylvans beat Bells 2-0. Um, there's a 2-1 win for Rovers against Alderney, so they stay top. And, and goals galore in the other two games. North, uh, hammering Manza 8-2. Uh, and St Martin's and um, taking Rangers apart seven nil. Um, where did you get to this weekend, Rob? And what did you make of it?
1: Um, I got to the track and Blanchfield Lane in the evening. and the, the track experience I must say was um, not particularly great. Um, I got the chance to sit in the new uh, in the stand again for the first time this season. Although it hasn't got a roof, I can <laughs> still say apparently. Um, They've had some problems, to say the least, where the, apparently the manufacturers have managed to send two um, sets of wrong plates to to install. So they, <laughs> they were packed back on a lorry on Friday afternoon, I gather, and head back to the UK. So we await a third set, so that's not going too well. And I'm afraid um, it's not going much better for Bells on the pitch. After a great start to the season, those four wins, everything's dried up. There's now 285 minutes since they scored a goal. That was Dave Rioy in the 75th minute at the Northfield on the 1st of October. Um, since then, he's gone back to GFC and has now um, ruled out until the new year with uh, with a, with an issue, medical issue. Um, um, Charlton Govarn, of course, has gone back to the Green Lions and they look very, very goal shy, I'm afraid to say. Um, Sylvans were... Had a very very young team out on Saturday, um, and weren't particularly um, sharp in the forward line themselves. But nevertheless, they managed to win two nil. And um, I'm afraid to say, Bells weren't very good. Um, they need to turn things round soon. Um, what they do, they obviously need Wayne Bishop or Mark, Mark McGrath back firing um, as soon as possible. Um, it may well even they may well return tomorrow night. One of them. You never know where they're playing Rangers. At the track in an evening game, a rare evening game, which is good to see. And um, Rangers have some work to do themselves of course they are sitting bottom at the moment but a point would take them off the the bottom and ahead of both Alderney and Manza Um, they're capable of doing that they play some good stuff at times Rangers but um, they'll have to defend better than they did at St Blanche Lane on Saturday evening it was a little bit amusing I'm afraid (laughs) you know um, poor Colin Fellows, head coach rushed up there after the GFC game and was setting up his video video camera on the side of the pitch and he hadn't got it up and running yet by the time they were 2 0 down in 2 minutes 34 seconds, I think it was. It could have been three in about three and a half minutes, but Simon Gill hit the post. Um, they just seemed to forget um, the Rangers' defence that there was a back post to defend. Um, strange game in that. You know, Saints scored seven times in the end, and all their goal scorers are approaching thirty-five. And the odd one out there is Lucas Meza, who's past forty. So that's very unusual. But they were still far too sharp for Rangers, who were saving some of their better younger players for important Loveridge Cup game against North on the following afternoon at the, um, the Saint Andrews, I should say. And that was a bit of a, sh- a shock result there, because I mean North. Who have got a very, very strong under 18 side this year had tanked Rangers 8 0 in the league not so long ago. But well, on this occasion, in a cup game, Rangers triumphed 4 3. And it wasn't as if um, North were weak either. Uh, they had all their better players playing, including Ben Acey, who was involved for GFC the day before. So, terrific win for Rangers. I gather it was really exciting stuff. They were hanging on for their. hanging on badly at the last 20 minutes or so, but they managed to protect their goal and I gather Troy Videmore, their goalkeeper played a bit of a blinder so well done to them
0: yeah well, well done to Rangers uh, Youngsters then on Sunday uh, elsewhere as I said North um, piled on the goals against Manzo, and, and Rovers um, beat Alden as well so Rovers uh, stay top uh, Rovers Saints and North then looking like the three sides that are going to be in contention
1: Un- unquestionably um, and in, of course North travel to Blanche Lane this weekend that will be a good game and if, um, if North were to take something from that game or we'll, uh, win it I mean, that really would open up things. I still think Saints, to be honest, are a cut above the rest. They just seem to have every position covered. They are strong and fast. North, potentially, very, very good. But I do see some weaknesses there. I'm not sure that they've got the depth that, well, I know they haven't got the depth that St. Martin's have. But they've got Sam Murray, got four goals on Saturday. Fine player, Sam, and um, he proved far too much of a handful for um, the Manza defence. And poor um, Dickie Davey, who came out of another retirement. He's had more retirements than Frank Sinatra, Dickie Davies. (laughs) But he came back for help out um, Manza and um, got eight pushed past him, unfortunately. Um, Rovers, though, keep winning. They overcame another hurdle. Alderney are tough. And, you know, I gather they, play, they they feel they played very, very well and perhaps deserve more on Saturday. Um, but fell fell to a 2-1 defeat. Max Simpson-Cohen's on the target again. Yeah, so all's well at Portsmouth.
0: Yeah, sounds it. Um, yeah, they host Bell Rec next weekend. Uh, as you say, a chance this week perhaps for Bells to, to turn around that form. They host Rangers in midweek and then Alderney at the weekend. Um, it's Sylvans against Rangers and as you say Saints against North on Saturday evening so that's uh, definitely the pick of the games uh, next weekend so plenty to look forward to uh, let's leave it there um, just before we go best of luck to Mayor Letitio, be uh, in action hopefully for England under 23s today uh, in Belgium um, so it'll be really interesting and exciting to see how she goes in that one uh, I suppose we'll talk about that next week and the rest of the football we'll be back on Thursday with another general sport podcast um, no. Armstrong's.
1: We've got the Armstrong yeah. boys coming in on Thursday.
0: Yeah, Anthony and Matt Armstrong coming in on Thursday to, to look ahead to a couple of big weeks of rugby. So um, do check that one out on Thursday and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Cheers, Tony. Cheers, Tony.